Have you ever noticed that one of the ways people decide whether they'll read a certain book or see a movie is by knowing first how it ends? Not every detail, of course, but they will not be too excited if the hero dies or if the love interests don't eventually get together. And when people go into reading a book or viewing a movie without knowing the end and they're disappointed, you've heard people say, I hate this movie, I hate this book. I spent all this time only for things to turn out wrong. Well, we can do the same when we're reading the Bible. For instance, we sometimes gloss over the unspeakable cruelty of Joseph's brothers wanting to kill him in the Old Testament, then deciding to sell him into slavery, and then telling their father that his most loved son was dead. And we endure all this and sometimes don't give these events the weight they might deserve because we already know the ending. We know the brothers will reconcile. We know Joseph will save them from famine. We even know that Jacob will eventually, in his old, old age, be reunited with his son, Joseph. But think about how it was for Joseph to live through those events without knowing the happy ending. He was sold into slavery at about age 17. He doesn't rise to prominence in Egypt and even see his brothers again until he's about 37. For 20 years, he's a prisoner and a slave. 20 years. When Jesus tells us in John chapter 16, right at the end of his life, These things I have spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace. In the world ye shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. We believe him because we know he did indeed overcome the world. But what about us? Maybe we've just started our years-long journey into difficulty with a job loss, a diagnosis of a serious illness or a loved one suffering in a way we can't help. We don't know the ending yet. So unlike a movie or a book or the life of Christ, we can't flip ahead and find solace and some reassurance. Or can we? Can we look ahead in some way and know that somehow all will be well? Jesus tells us right out, plain as day, in the world ye shall have tribulation. Can I get an amen? Have you experienced any tribulations in your life? Well, he doesn't leave it there. Then he tells us, well, no, actually he commands us, but be of good cheer. But how are we supposed to be of good cheer, though, when there's difficulty all around us and we can't see our way out of a pit of financial difficulty or whatever other darkness is clouding our view? The answer is in the final phrase of that command from Jesus. But be of good cheer, he says, and why? I have overcome the world. Yes, we know he lived and died and lived again and conquered sin and death, but that's his story, right? Actually, he tells us that because it's our story, too. He didn't do all he did so he could say, Look, guys, this is how you should have done it. Ah, too bad for all those mistakes you made and those unexpected events you tripped over. He tells us we can be of good cheer because his victory over every ill and every difficulty that could ever exist in this life is our victory, too. He did not do what he did for himself because He did not need forgiveness and mercy. He did all of it, every difficult moment, for us. It is our victory, too. We don't know the details of how every situation in our lives will turn out, but we know that Jesus is Lord, 
and he can make a way where there is no way. To be of good cheer means to remember him, not to lose hope, not to lose faith, and not to be permanently overwhelmed by discouragement. We already know the ending of this story. Jesus wins it all, and because we choose to trust him, follow him through our valleys of the shadow, he will walk with us down that road that leads to victory and to overcoming the world. Like a movie or a book or the story in the New Testament, we may not know all the details in between, but we know the ending already. So we can be of good cheer even during our own plot complications. And with Jesus Christ, we will live happily ever after. And that's the good word. Thank you.